If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Bonjour à tous et bienvenue à devenir riche rapidement avec Josh et Noël ici sur la Radio Libre Brooklyn. Or in English. Yes. Hello and welcome to Get Rich Quick with Josh and, and Noel on Radio Free Brooklyn. I felt I needed to do that, Noel. I know I drop that on you you didn't know i was doing that i did not i never know anything you're doing that's true i uh uh and uh you know i was as we've said we have tons of listeners in france we do <laughs> it seems to be our number one listening and i just wanted to give that as a shout out to our listeners and there may be more in the future not just for the french people our russian friends yeah our uh friends in spain and south america yeah uh uh what other what other foreign language countries uh, uh japanese japan J yeah japanese chile? friends Ch well chile will get the spanish um i'm not going to do particularly different uh uh mexico uh, again spanish <laughs> 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 i'm not going to do mexican fan spanish versus south american spanish versus castilian spanish it's all going to be in all castilian right. it's all through google translate my friend okay I mean, for those of you in France who are like, what did he say? Yeah. Uh, it's Google Translate. I'm sorry if it was a disaster. Yeah, the future is now. Yeah, it really in is. In your ears. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is the show where uh, you listen because we're here to get you as rich as quickly as possible. That's right. We shovel gold into your ears and you take that ear gold and make it real gold how about you mine that ear gold you mine that ear gold <laughs> and smelt it down yep. into uh gold gold you use your u-tips your u-tips instead of q-tips your u-tips yeah because we don't do anything you do <laughs> <laughs> and you make that ear gold into real gold uh -huh. and then you give us 10 percent. that's the deal we want it you Want to give it to us? <laughs> I think we need to get T-shirts that may that say you make that you make that ear gold into real gold. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, a good catchphrase for us. Um, Noel, yes, Josh, how are you doing today, my I'm friend? Doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. I was <clears throat> thinking about something. Uh huh. So, uh, when I was in grade five, I. Had a friend, mm -hmm. not a good friend. It's just we teamed up for a couple like pranks. Uh huh. And uh, this guy Gary and I, uh, for instance, like one time we just kept going to the bathroom and switching clothes <laughs> and seeing if anyone would notice. Uh huh. Did people notice? Uh, eventually they did. Yeah. And another time, uh, I forget exactly how this started, but we started writing these notes, like saying things like, uh. The ghostwriter knows where you are, and the ghostwriter is everywhere. And we would take these notes and just slip them in someone's desk or their pencil case or their pocket or their bag or something like that. And uh, people went bananas. They went crazy. They were 
somehow they were scared yeah. of the Ghost Rider. Uh-huh. And uh, it became a big thing. And then we decided to up the game. And so we started at night making prank calls to people. As and we the just, Ghost Rider? As the Ghost Rider, just be like, this is the Ghost Rider, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> and uh, some parents got wind of it. And but, 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 but actually, I'm getting ahead of myself, uh-huh. right? So uh, people went bananas about the Ghost Rider. And since Gary and I weren't good friends, uh-huh. no one would suspect the two of us were in cahoots right. on anything like that, right? Uh, so I decided the best tack to do would be to organize uh, an anti-Ghost Rider posse. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the head of it. And uh, we were all organized together to figure out who the ghostwriter was. But as I said, uh, when we started making the prank phone calls, uh, it really upset people. And parents started calling into school and saying, like, someone's threatening my kids and all this Uh stuff like that. So uh, one day after school, our teacher was like, "Uh, so this has been going on and no one can leave until someone turns themselves in. (laughs) Uh-huh. So we sat there probably only like three minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we're not just going to see her forever. So I was like, I did it. And the look on everyone's face was like I had betrayed them so bad. And uh, I had. I, I organized the. Right. The, the anti Ghost Rider posse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were. I, there was a real. Uh, the way you said it, I mean, like, I, I could imagine doing something like this, but like that you were just like, all right, whatever. I did it. I mean, that's a little sociopathic, man. What do you mean? That you you did the prank, then you got everyone on you to built up to go against. Then you were like, whatever, I did it. Like no anxiety, no. Oh no, no I had some anxiety, no but I was like, I you know, I can turn myself in now, right? Or I can wait a half an hour, and everyone's gonna be so mad, and then turn myself in. Yeah, no. Eventually, what happened? Because I've been in those situations. Uh-huh. Eventually, they just have to let you go. Just so you know for the future, if that happens at your work all right, in some fashion, <laughs> they can't keep you there for seven hours. You know what I mean? You just got to hold tough. You yeah. break too easily. I was 10 years old. Yeah, you break too easily. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that's just it. The look on the rejection and, and right. betrayal on everyone's did Gary, face. Did Gary fess up or did you have to take the... Uh, the... I think Gary fessed up too, yeah. Event, like at, right after you? Or I think re- after me, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was it. That was the end of your. That was the end of the Ghostwriter days. Was there was there any real blowback from that? No, there wasn't. Did they like take you aside and be like, "Why did you do that?" I think yeah. I think we got taken. Maybe had to talk to the principal, and like, I feel like this is like a formidable story, like a formative story. Really? It, to me, it would be a formative story. Let me put it that way. Okay. Like, if I had that story, it would be about anxiety and pressure <laughs> and, like, <laughs> things going way out of my control and getting bigger than they were ever supposed to and not knowing how to stop it. Uh-huh. You know? And 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 then the un- overwhelming relief of fessing up, but then the incredible guilt over making these people feel so scared and shitty over the whole thing and betrayed and betrayed yeah. right and i it, like it would be burned in like everything about it would be burned into my memory okay it's just funny to me like every you know and you're just sort of like yeah it was a thing i did when i was a kid it was and, a prank yeah it was a prank you know i get it you have a much better outlook on life as we've clearly established <laughs> in personal conversations um uh, <laughs> uh well, uh, you tell me how that 
uh, fits in. Well, I guess it fits in because you were duplicitous. Yes. You uh, uh, led people to believe you were uh, doing one thing yes. when you were actually doing the exact opposite of it mm-hmm. simultaneously. Someone one would even call you a liar. Yes. And in doing so, you would feed right into our topic this week, which is... Which is lies. How to right. make money from them. Lots of money. And and <clears throat> we mean that. Yes. Yeah. part of the show is truthful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Ooh. Ooh. I guess you'll have to find out by yeah. Uh, actioning yeah. some of these ideas we give you. That's right. Yeah. Actioning. We going right into it? What else do you do? Is there something else you want to do? I didn't want. I I just want to make people money. All right, let's do it then. Okay, so uh, I'm sure that you remember this story from uh, a couple years ago. A woman upstate New York named uh, Karen Klein was a school bus driver, and a video came out of kids on the bus bullying her and making her cry. Do you remember this? I don't know. Oh, Josh, come on. it was it, it, all these kids just bullying this poor old woman who was driving their bus and making her cry, and they put it on YouTube thinking it was hilarious. Uh, someone in Toronto, a nutritionist, saw the video, and he felt bad, so he created an Indiegogo Indiegogo uh-huh. donation uh, site for her, and he was going to raise some money to send her on vacation. Uh huh. In you know. Say, you know, right. life's not so bad, right. Karen Klein. Get away from it all, relax, decompress. Yeah. Uh, so he set a target of $5,000 to be raised for this. And this video of making this woman cry went viral. Mm-hmm. And the Indiegogo campaign went viral. And 32,000 people donated and raised $703,000. For her, for but but oh okay okay yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I got a few different things to go through yeah okay okay so by contrast, a woman in Colorado at the same time was uh, suffered a horrible assault mm-hmm. so in broken her apartment sexual assault physical assault she was very messed up needed a lot of money raised for her health right and she also very well publicized mm-hmm. but she raised sixty five thousand uh-huh. dollars which was her her goal. She made her goal. Right. But uh, what's the difference? Why did this one woman get so much money and uh, the other woman not so much money? So according to a Slate article I read, there's a few things in play here, right? There's something called concretization, which I guess you can figure out what that means. Uh, so the Karen Klein did not suffer some abstract pain or suffering, right? It wasn't just there's people are hungry. It was look at this poor old woman cry. And then there's also uh, archetypal elements involved in her story, right? So a lot of us can sympathize either with having been bullied or feel bad because in the past you've done bullying yourself. And so it just strikes a chord with uh, within everybody, right? Yep. And then from there, crowd momentum uh, takes over. Things go viral. People mm-hmm. like to contribute to something they see as succeeding and making it super succeed, you know? Right. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so uh, another similar story. Homeless man 
uh, returned a $4,000 wedding ring he found. The uh, story went viral, and someone started up a GoFundMe campaign for uh-huh. him. And they raised over $180,000 in three months for him. Uh, so now we've got all these in our mind, and we go to another similar story of Dana Morales, a New Jersey waitress and ex-Marine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm sure you heard of this one, too. Uh, she put on Facebook a picture of a receipt that had been yep. left for her. Yep, yep. Where there was about a hundred dollar bill, they uh-huh. left a zero dollar tip with a note saying, "Sorry, cannot tip you because I do not agree with your lifestyle and the way you live your life." Yep, I remember. Went this. viral. Somebody started a campaign for her, but the family came forward, and they had the receipt, their receipt, showing that they actually left an eighteen percent tip, and she had faked this, mm-hmm. uh, and she ended up with nothing. So uh, she got fired, ended up with nothing. Yep. Oh, although she did end up still with, a, I think it was something like $6,000 that had been contributed. A couple people took back their contributions, but basically she still was left with most of it. I, I, I think it's interesting that Indiegogo allowed that to, or whatever the, the platform she used, allowed that to remain since it was all based on a lie. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know what the, I don't really right. know what the yeah. rules are I'm for just all saying I, it's an interesting little side yeah. note. Yeah, and, I, and on a side note, I did read uh, an, a related article to all this that I ended up not really using, but it did say about how the big stories are never as... They're way more read and shared than the retractions, even of when, course. even when afterwards, even after the right. retraction, that that <clears throat> first story is still going to be gaining momentum because they're just more visceral, right? You know, and they're more visceral, and and yeah, in that respect, it's it's like it feeds into the righteousness, right? The righteous indignation that people feel, mm-hmm. the, the the way people love to judge, you know, yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, so this willingness of people now to jump on and and give money to who they see as the as the loser of a situation, uh, it doesn't just go to one side of the argument. Uh, I'm sure you also remember that there was uh, the Indiana pizza scandal where Memories Pizza refused to serve pizza to a gay wedding. Right. They got. Over eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars in donations to them. Mm-hmm. So by not serving pizza to a gay couple, they made eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right. Uh. So, great. How do we make this work for us mm-hmm. through lies? Well, we take the lesson of Dana Morales, and we make our own scandal. But where, where she went wrong. She didn't include the people that she didn't include the people, right? right? So uh, we we invent a scandal that that uh, is concrete to people, and it follows archetypes. And I'm going to add this in. It goes on a right left schism, so that both sides of the party will will benefit. Well, see, I don't know if you're gonna. I mean, that's a hard one. I mean, that's. I'm just saying that's it is a, hard a hard one. one but I got I'm, it. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, so, uh, so because you have both sides are in on it, 
There's never you're never gonna have to worry about anyone turning you in mm-hmm. or anyone bowing out uh, unless your teacher tries to keep you after class until right. someone admits. <laughs> uh, and uh, so what we're gonna do mm-hmm. is this is for a couple of our listeners out there, maybe our elderly or something like that. Is we make a uh, some sort of thing like I, really we need to hit on social issues which are big right and there aren't that many there's abortion mm-hmm. but no one's really going to sympathize too much on getting money for someone who's not being allowed an abortion right uh there's gay marriage uh-huh uh and then there is maybe uh muslim relations or something you don't like think, that wait i'm sorry i need to go back you don't think that someone being refused an abortion i don't think people are going to jump on and start an indiegogo campaign and, and give them hundreds of thousands of dollars if it's a young woman who was raped well hey you know what if you think i'm you just can, saying you go it, ahead i i just it. think i just think you could get a lot you and and that hits right on the schism okay Right there, but yeah, I mean, I guess the issue—the issue with that becomes, though, how you know it, who is the culprit in that? How are the, how are they being prevented from getting the exactly. abortion? We need two. Right, you need you need clear you need, you need to be two clear sides. parties. Right, exactly. Okay, uh, so um, maybe you could get two little old ladies who uh-huh. are going to marry each other, uh-huh. and they are rejected from a hall or something uh-huh. like that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then both sides of this. Someone will start an Indiegogo for the old women. Yeah. Okay. To get so, a new wedding hall. So I would also just say, make it the the story's got to be really powerful, right? Uh-huh. It's like yes. got to be a lot about. And the there's got to be like a video. So it's like two older women, yes. who have been together in some rural community, yeah. for like fifty years, yeah. have been living. You know, they've been like, oh, they've just been roommates. Yeah. No one, and they finally come out. Everyone knows them. Everyone loves them. And yep. now they're, you know, they're 80 years old and they're getting married yeah. finally. So this exact example could be targeted at two of our listeners who are in this situation. Uh-huh. Right? right. Uh, so if that's you out there, mm-hmm. find a friend who owns a pizza place, who owns a bakery, who owns a wedding hall, right. uh, and go into cahoots and uh-huh. have them turn down your wedding. And they can say, we're doing it because we're keeping... Marriage sacred. You can do it, and you can say they've ruined our lives. Our dream has been dashed, Uh and both sides will make hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, You could also do something like, um, uh, you know, uh, Arab immigrant being turned down uh, from getting a job at a school. Mm Mm-hmm. And How about this? Uh huh. Arab immigrant buying his hunting father a new gun and being refused. Oh, there's so many sides to this gun one. <laughs> from the from the gun o- gun shop owner. Uh huh. I think that's a good one. Well, we could we could come up with these with yeah. these theories all day. But yeah, the important thing is we hit on those points. We make it concrete. We hit archetypes. Uh-huh. We hit both sides of a social. Uh, schism, mm-hmm. so that both sides can be seen as right. victors, yep, uh, and or victims, or victims, yes. really more than anything else, yes. Um, and Indiegogo, yeah, will make you 
Indigoldo. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> and it's all based on lies. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's uh, solid. That solid. is that is the elevation mm-hmm. of the ghostwriter. <laughs> that is the next it logical is. step. It is. It is. Well, obviously, the true elevation of the ghostwriter is if then the gay couple refuse themselves surface and manage to work both ends of it. Well, you, if you're all in cahoots, you that basically would, are. Well, I understand, yeah. but I, to me, that's the that would really is the if you can do that, then you've really achieved ghostwriter status. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, and you know the way our media is now, where everyone just does confirmation bias. They all you do is look at articles that agree with what you already right. think, uh, and it makes you just feel stronger and stronger and stronger mm-hmm. in the same direction as you already did. It's guaranteed. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Yeah. Maybe even have a third person in cahoots. Who starts up the Indiegogos? Oh well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And kicks it off and is sort of your and is sort of your your you know the person who can really work social media. Yeah. as well. Like there definitely has to be like a PR person involved to get this info out, so people are are hitting on it. It's if, in the if, news. You, if you just hit the right elements, I think it'll I think it'll carry itself. Well, it, it will once you get to those. It's about hitting the right. You need someone to. Yeah, no, I think it, you need someone to get it kick started. Literally. Yeah. And then once it, you know, once that happens, it'll fly up. But you just got to get it in the hands of a few of the right people. That's right. And everyone will feel good. Yeah. The liberals will feel good for supporting their cause. That's right. The conservatives, conservatives will feel good for supporting their yep. cause. Everyone will be saving America. Mm-hmm. You'll be saving lots of money. <laughs> oh, but God forbid everyone finds out that this is just a, you know. You got to do this quick, guys, because we're getting more and more popular every week, and uh, eventually this ain't gonna fly. Yeah. People are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, wait no, this a second. Is, this is you get in there. This sounds out. like something I heard on a, an archived episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel." Yeah, um, yeah, solid, solid work, my friend. Yeah, solid work. So, all right, this is what I got. Uh, so, uh, lie detection. Everyone thinks they know how to detect lies, but they really don't. Um, lie detectors uh, have only a very slightly greater chance of proving uh, that someone is lying than just standard me watching you mm-hmm. and sort of chance, essentially, is what they refer to it as. Chance has about a 53% chance of detecting a person is lying, which is essentially flipping a coin. Uh-huh. What do right? you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, lie detectors uh-huh. upset about 10%. Okay. So about 63%, which is better, but there's a reason that lie detectors are not allowed in uh, as evidence in most courts in this country. Yeah. Um, people have studied lying, uh, and there's no conclusive evidence that specific, obvious body language is a key or particular actions that a person does or take is a key, mm-hmm. and uh, no conclusive evidence to that, even though people do claim that that's what they see. But there is a guy, a Dr. Paul Ekman, who has been studying uh, body language uh, and uh, expressions All right. of humans around the world for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. And he has come up with a system that he refers to as micro-expressions. Okay, yeah. 
They are a very brief facial expression lasting in some cases, in most cases, only a fraction of a second, anywhere from a 15th to a 25th of a second, um, and occur when a person is either deliberately or unconsciously concealing a feeling. Dr. Ekman's research has revealed that seven emotions have universal signals, Mm -hmm. right? No matter what language, where you're from, uh, anger, fear, sadness, disgust, contempt, surprise, and happiness, right? And he breaks the expressions down into four types. There's macro, which is normal expressions, Mm -hmm. like that usually last between a half second and four seconds. They often repeat and fit with what is said and the sound of the person's voice. Micro expressions, which, as I said, are very brief, usually lasting between a 15th to a 25th of of a second. Uh, And those are the ones that often display a concealed emotion and are the result of a suppression or a repression. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you have a false expression, which is a deliberately made simulation. You know, when you mug... Right, like, oh, you make big, you know, surprise face <laughs> or something. That's what I do all the like time. Like emojis, right? That's well, it's yeah. false. It's clearly false, yeah. right? And a mask expression, which is a false expression made to cover a macro expression, meaning like you're really disappointed, but uh-huh. you're putting on like a, oh no, that's great face, right? So that's a false expression because you're you're actually masking yeah. the macro Tears expression, of a clown. right? Exactly. So I was looking at this, and he has—I couldn't get into the specifics of it because he has courses online mm-hmm. that you can, you know, get online for you know anywhere from a hundred dollars to three hundred dollars, and you know the the you know the the larger amount gets you into his library of everything and blah 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 blah. Uh, and so obviously I couldn't tap into this to see what the 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 nuts and bolts of it were. But apparently the claim is that you can actually start picking up on people's micro expressions. Uh, within eight to ten hours of studying his program, mm-hmm. okay, and he gives a list of things that you know, sort of what learning about micro expressions is good for, right? And uh, I had sort of been looking like you know, everybody teaches people how to uh discover a liar, yeah, figure out who a liar is. Right? How can I detect a liar? Right? Everyone wants to learn that. Now, as I was reading the, his list of stuff, it went into a lot of stuff like that. You know, detecting. You know, becoming more empathetic. You know, disco- discovering when people are repressing things. You know, he didn't got into a little bit of like discovering when people lie. And then he this this one that I thought was most interesting clicked it clicked something off in my head. Recognize and better manage your own emotions. Learning to recognize facial expressions of emotion in others helps you learn to recognize your own emotions. Uh and improve your conscious awareness of your internal emotions, thus improving your chances of recognizing when you are becoming emotionally triggered. This awareness can help you manage the expression of your emotions, right? Well, if the idea... So as I was looking at this, you know, initially going like, well, how do I learn to detect a liar? I thought, Mm -hmm. well, I wonder if anyone's out there teaching people how to lie. Sure. Right? That's a skill. Yeah. Right? We, We all learn how to lie when we're a kid. Some people have a real difficulty lying, though. I mean, you know, even little white lies, they feel guilty about it. How do you, how do you control these emotions so you can lie effectively, right, uh, for whatever reason? Certainly, in the case of business, you need to lie all the time sure. to people, right? Yeah, it's so, on the way. 
why? The mail. So then I thought to myself, well, if you take these elements that make up his system, right? And his system is being used by, uh, apparently his system raises the rate from 53% chance of figuring out who a liar is mm-hmm. to anywhere from between 80 and 90% of a correct uh, uh, a correct assessment of whether someone is lying to you. Why can't that be reversed using the same system? Sure. Learning about these microexpressions then teaching people how to control them so no one will ever know that you're lying yeah, when you're lying. Yeah, I like it. So you're teaching, you're using his system to teach people how to lie. You can charge a fortune for this. You can do seminars. You can do, uh, 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 you know, like go to conferences of uh, uh, for uh, for uh, uh, big businesses. You know, come on, you can't tell me that CEOs wouldn't love, wouldn't bring you out to like, you know, some retreat somewhere and have you give a lecture and teach everyone how to lie better. Sure. Right? And uh, you can even go further and with this information, uh, possibly teach people how to become sociopaths as well. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, uh, has its perks. Yeah. Being a sociopath, or at least being able to turn your sociopathy on and off. Yeah is not necessarily a bad thing in the world of high finance and business. Yeah, or dating. Or dating. Oh, you you know, look, I think we all know a woman who has dated a sociopath, or we know, er- or every woman at one point has dated a sociopath in their life, and they get hooked on them, man. Mm-hmm. Those sociopaths can play people like nobody's business. So uh, it, it's simple. Uh, Dr. Paul Ekman, and I think it's just like paulekman.com, as I recall, and you can buy his system, and you can learn up and study it, and you switch the script, as yeah, it were. Yeah, flip it. And you go out there, and you teach people how to lie. Yeah, I you like know? it. Yeah, okay. There you go. That's that's it. I like it. You know what I thought about the whole, right from where you started this, though? Uh-huh. Is that uh, true romance scene with Christopher Walken and uh, uh, who's it with? I'm trying to remember in True Romance. I'm, I'm, which, which the scene? Because uh, of course, I immediately where think he goes into the camper, uh, Dennis Hopper, and he goes into the camper, and he's all like, uh, "Where's your son?" And he's like, "I don't know. I haven't seen him." And then Christopher Walken goes into the whole thing about how uh, in Italy they taught him about like whatever it is, like the thirteen gives that people have, and uh-huh. he's like, "You could tell because of this and this and this," and then. Uh, and then Christopher Walken goes into his basic, r- decides right. to commit suicide by racist rant against uh-huh. Christopher Walken. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I always equate that because that came out. It was Quentin Tarantino scripted, and it came out right around, right after uh, 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 Pulp Fiction, and where Christopher Walken had the big scene in Pulp Fiction as mm-hmm. well. And I always get those two screwed up in my head so yeah it, it, it just it's a it's a constant they really did come out sort of they they came out one right after the other yeah. the other thing and just talking about the gives this would be great to teach poker players yeah because chances are what are the poker players tells it's generally probably some form of a micro expression yeah right and so and they're suppressing 
whatever it is that they're feeling about their hand or, you know, what their next move is. And that's what the other guy's picking up on more often than not, right? Mm-hmm. You every, every poker movie, every time you talk to someone who plays poker, it's all about the tells, right? Yeah. That's the real skill like of the poker player. someone at the end of the table. Every time that's he gets a right. hand, he goes, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's my tell. <laughs> oh, my God, what a great hand. <laughs> um, you know, you could learn to uh, suppress your tell. That's right. And you could go the other way, and you can read a, learn to read a person's tells. That's right. Oh, so many, so many ways to, to use this. There is. Uh, so... Uh, about this time, that leads straight into our newest segment called Josh and Noel Sellout, in which every week we explore ways where you, the listening audience, can help us sell our souls for money. Uh, right now, the easiest and most accessible way for you to help us sell our souls is to go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com and go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page. And hit the sponsor button. Mm. And if you do that, you can pledge a monthly amount for the rest of the season, which at this point only goes to November 15th. So you're in, you're out fast. Half that money goes to us. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. And you will own a piece of us. We will be lesser. You will be greater. Uh, If you don't like us, you can go to the Radio Free Brooklyn page. Hit the Patreon <laughs> link and pledge some money on a one-time or reoccurring basis to them. Put a note in there saying, Josh and Ole Stink, get them off the air. And they will seriously consider doing it. Probably. The new season starts in November. Yeah. If you're you, a billionaire, yeah. if you're a, an oligarch out there, uh-huh. you can look us up. You can send us money. You can send a, a just a paper bag full of cash to Josh's doorstep and say i own your souls now you are mine we gladly and give it to you we will be yeah, yeah. we will be yeah. uh so yeah uh we also this time in the show like to take another i just i just want to uh-huh. say before you get into that i'm looking forward to the uh time when josh and noel sellout segment is just us doing an ad oh it's it's, it's coming <laughs> i'm really looking I, forward to that yeah, time. I, I should actually b- do some work in trying to make that happen instead of just saying this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. But uh, you guys, now that we're all down, uh, about this time every week, we have a topic. This week is lies. We teach you how to make more money than you can truthfully talk about with this. Uh, but we also just slip in a little another micro topic as uh, Josh would say, and, yeah, a little micro... Oh, like a micro-expression yeah. of a topic. Yeah, yeah. in which we uh, have another way for you to make even more money. More so, money, more money, yeah, more money. more money. So if you are, you know, making a video of, of your best friends who've been your best friends your whole life, but now you're pretending that you're not letting them get married in your wedding hall, uh-huh. uh, or if you are... Just staring at someone to see if they just have a little mini heart of a second tell. Uh, <laughs> then you can listen to this. Come back later. Listen to the rest of the show. Make even more money. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Imagine this simple scam. First, get the email address of 50,000 people. Next, 
tell them you're part of a hedge fund that can accurately predict the stock market. Now, here's the trick. To half of them, say that the stock markets will go up and make up some reasonable explanation as for why. To the other half, say the stock markets will go down. Now, by the end of the week, the stocks will either move up or down. Let's say the stocks moved up. All you need to do is cull the half which received the wrong prediction. So, out of the remaining 25,000, once again, tell half that the stocks will rise and the other half that it will fall. At the end of the week, cull the half with the wrong prediction and repeat. Ultimately, by the end of week 10, you would have shown around 50 people that you can accurately predict the stock markets 10 weeks in a row. Sounds pretty impressive, right? In fact, if they then entrusted $10,000 to your hedge fund, you would have run away with half a million dollars. So there you go. Yeah, and you know how you can know you can trust this guy? Is he has like a demon growling behind his <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what direction. that was. That is like some, that was not on that video. It well, it it was. I, but I'm telling you, when I played it and yeah. I and I st- stole it, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was not there. Well, it's very strange. It's very strange. I feel like it's like a watermark or something. Oh, it's a demon. Like a, it's like a, a demon. <laughs> it's a demon. Well, because that's a pretty evil scam to pu- pull on people. It is, but if you uh, think about it, it works. Yeah, it does, and uh, it's fitting for a world of lies. Yeah, a world of lies mm-hmm. in which we live. That's right. Uh, I found that on YouTube. You can find anything on YouTube. Oh, you sure can. You know, any scam you want, I imagine, you could find out how to do it. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like I'm giving anything away. I don't feel like I'm enticing people to be like, oh, I'm going to do this scam, because <laughs> they can just go on like, you know, if I'm sure if you did a search on YouTube that said scams to make half a million dollars, You'll get an endless array of videos that oh, yeah. you can just siphon through. Unbelievable. 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 You know what you can believe, Josh? <clears throat> What's that? No. You can believe I'm going to get you rich with lies with my next <laughs> scheme. You mean you, you haven't already gotten have. you rich with lies with I your have. first scheme? But I've targeted certain individuals. You uh-huh. know? Uh, this one, I think more people can reap the rewards of. Uh so this all came about just kind of by coincidence, right? So Josh and I, the other day, we discussed what our topic was going to be. Uh, and so I was started thinking about, okay, what can I do to, you know, really make schemes about lies? Uh, and it actually turns out it, it can be hard to research some of this. Because if you search for, like, make money through lies and stuff. It's yeah. just like Clinton. Right. Trump. You yeah. know, it's 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 so uh it's hard to do. But yeah. I did see something the other day that first got me thinking. And it was uh a page that was from a cyber arms dealer, uh their brochure that was at the wiretappers ball, I saw this on boingboing.com. Uh-huh. Uh, and so what it was was a conference of people who were selling, like, hacking services, evil black hat hacking services. Mm-hmm. So they would uh, mm-hmm. do denial of service attacks on people for you. And it was a whole convention of these people. And one of these companies that was called Aglea, it was an Indian company, uh, they had a brochure where they 
uh, listed things of uh, where did I put it? <laughs> they they were basically weaponizing information. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So they had, along with their like denial of service attacks and things like that, uh, in their menu you could order were things like false flag operations. Um, what would be? I, I, what is a false flag operation? A false flag is an op- operation is like uh, the uh, Gulf of Tompkins attack, right? So uh, it is you're saying that an attack happened when it really didn't happen, and you're using that as a pretext to attack your enemy. I got you. Okay. Um, so, uh, but this is all <clears throat> online stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just right. uh, so. Write false info in blogs, post negative reviews, fake leak info. They offer to target corporations, individuals, and anything you wanted, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So basically, it's the opposite of something that we talked about previously, which is a reputation cleaner. Right. Right? Right. Uh, So this is opposite, is they're going to go out and just slander someone online Mm -hmm. so much Mm -hmm. that... All the hits when someone Google searches them will come up this negative stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was that, that was percolating in my brain, and then over the weekend, I listened to. Uh, <clears throat> you ever listen to the show Repi- Reply All? No. Okay, so it is a podcast on Gimlet Media <clears throat> that is about IT stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good show, uh, and they had a great show where uh, they were talking about a site called yellowcabnyc.com. And if you Google search that you have lost items in a cab, this comes up as the top hit, and you go on the site, and it says they want $50 to help you find your stuff. And people are in a panic because they lost their computer with all their everything on it or something like that, right? And there's also disclaimer though on the on the site uh-huh. that people don't read because they're in a panic. Right. Uh, that says yellowcabnyctaxi.com is a private blog <laughs> about New York City yellow cab taxis and is not affiliated with the New York City Taxi and Limousine Commission. Uh-huh. We do not take steps to recover lost property. What they do is they put your name and phone number and what you lost online uh-huh. in case cabbies <laughs> just want to search it out. Uh-huh. But there's no incentive for them to. Right. There's no anything. Uh, so uh, they also went into other things that are doing something like that. This same guy they looked <clears> into, <throat> and he also had a site for people who lost their luggages at airports. Uh-huh. And it was the same thing, saying we will take no action to get your stuff. Right. Uh, and then, <laughs> so it's not a lie, really. Yeah. No. It's a deception. It, it, well, it's so deceptive, it's a lie, in my opinion. Uh, anyway, anyway, okay. anyway. Uh, Obviously, they can legally get away with it. Yeah. And, right. and they uh, they talked about as well that one of them had one time uh, needed to change a flight last second uh-huh. and Googled, like, Delta and got this thing, and he had to pay like $80 to change his flight. And then he found out later that he wasn't speaking to Delta. It was another company that just got their listings up there. That's amazing. So uh, 
they they came to the conclusion that the real problem the real problem isn't this guy with yellowcabnyctaxi.com or anything like that it <clears throat> is that you're able to do this via Google AdWords right you're able to pay to get your mm-hmm. listing and there is a little tiny blue thing that says it's an ad uh-huh. but you're still able to put your fake ad right up top right and in all the cases that we're talking about that's really what we're talking about right so you're able to google smear someone you're able to get yellowtaxinyc.com above the actual taxi commission mm-hmm. uh so great how do we profit off of this well i'll tell you uh we can profit and create justice at the same and time create justice yeah and, and the profit is almost endless the 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 most recent thing i could find <clears throat> on google adwords was that in 2012 they made over 43 billion dollars in revenues right so we're talking mm-hmm. a lot of money yeah so this is the scheme okay let's get a company called uh, Google AdWords placement service or something like that. Uh, and we're going to pay a Google AdWord ad for it. Uh-huh. And we're going to get ourselves listed above Google AdWords. And all these yellow taxi NYC.com and people trying to be pretend to be Delta flight services and all this stuff like that, they'll come to us. Mm-hmm. And we'll put a listing on a page saying right. this guy wants an ad. Uh huh. But we'll have a little disclaimer. Yeah, saying, saying we're not Google. We're not Google AdWords, and we're not affiliated with Google. And we will AdWords. take no action mm-hmm. to get this ad uh-huh. uh, placed. Uh, if, if someone comes and they really legitimately want an ad for their pet store, <clears throat> mm-hmm. we'll just say, "I'm sorry, you got the wrong number." <laughs> we'll, we'll just say we'll sorry. only target the uh-huh. people that are nefariously trying to use this product. Okay. Uh, which, according to Reply All, mm-hmm. Google turned down something like 30 million ads last year. The, for that reason? For Yeah, for bad reasons. Yeah, I think we may have a problem with Google, though, using Google AdWords uh, we'll in our title. Google. <laughs> That'll come up before Google. It'll be Google. It'll be Google. Google. Well, you know, uh, even if this only lasts for a month, at, uh-huh. at $43 billion a year in that month, we've yeah. t- taken in quite some coin. Yeah, well, we've taken in like a billion, less, more over a billion dollars, Yeah, right? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's a bill. You're out in a month. A bill in a month. Yeah. Not bad. That's right. Not bad. That's 100 mil for and you and you're me. you're really not doing, you're literally doing nothing for yeah. that money. Yeah, you're doing basically nothing. Doing nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You know, the money. other thing that they said is they they had someone is like, how is this ad allowed to stay up? Uh-huh. And and there was one thing that's like, well, it's a little bit just hit or miss whether or not you ever get searched to see if you should be there or not. But then also they're like, looked at the thing and they're like, well, there is a disclaimer here. On every page, there is a big phone number to call if you need help. But they called that number and that number only said, we only take orders online. That's all it was, was the message saying that. Wow. So Google would look at this number and see, right. like, oh, they're good because of that. And then, boom. So I want to thank Reply All for the inspiration for this one and Boing <clears throat> Boing. 
Uh, but we're going to take it a step further. We're going to take the money from the takers. That's right. We're like Robin Hood. We are Robin Hood. Except we are lying Robin Hood. That's though. right. Yeah. Except we're giving it to ourselves. Or we're, we're you're giving it to yourselves. Yeah. We're robbing the crooks. To give to yourselves. To give to yourselves. Who are the poor. Who are the... Today. Today. The but poor of today are the be. victors of tomorrow. That's right. The exactly. ivory tower of truth. Ivory tower of truth. Yeah. That's right. You're right. The ivory tower of truth will... Uh, prevail. Prevail. Um, that's a good one, though. Gold, my friend. Yeah. Gold. I, I told you. You did well. You said top quality. Yeah, which means gold. Okay. <laughs> not going to have that argument. All right. Again. What do you got? All right. So here's what I got. Uh, well, we all know that texting and email have basically become a cesspool of lies. Mm-hmm. How often do people cancel on you last minute saying, oh, man, I'm sick yep. two hours before they're supposed to show up? Or uh, my computer's been down, or my phone's broken, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. And uh, you think they're lies. You're pretty sure they're lies, but you don't actually know they're lies. Mm-hmm. You can't use your new gift of reading micro expressions because these people aren't in front of you. Yeah. Right? You can't hear tone. You can't see fidgets. You can't see any of the tells that might give someone away as a liar. Yep. Right? So, professor in the University of Arizona did a study, and uh, they found out some interesting things about how you can tell when people are lying via text or email. Number one, they found that people who are lying take around 10% longer than they usually do to reply to messages. So it's not... It's not 10% longer overall, but if, like, I text you, Noel, and you normally respond within five minutes, well, suddenly you're responding almost a minute later okay. than that. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> um, they also found that when lying via text or email, social media or instant messages, uh, they tend to send shorter replies. Mm-hmm and edit their messages a lot more. So you can look via, especially in social media, where it shows, like, edited. You know that they're doing that. Um, according to w- the the scientist Meredith Fuller, people will often opt to reply via text message if they are going to tell a lie. Um, texting being done at any time. There's no connection to real time or any face-to-face pressure, et cetera, et cetera. Um, also... Uh, if you question someone about something and they're lying about it, they tend to reply with an extremely over-the-top denial or very defensive. All right. Right? So what I was thinking was you develop an add-on, right, that times out a person's average text time, uh, tells uh, how long their texts normally are, Right, so you don't have to be like, I think they're longer than this. You, they're not usually this long, or they're longer than this. And going back and checking and checking, and it will basically give you a percentage of up. Oh, this text is a lie. It can be sort of be like a red green sort of thing. Yeah. And if the text comes in and you want to check it against the lieometer, and it shows lying, you can lambaste that person and feel confident in the fact that this person is lying. 
Or it'll come up, you know, like, hey, they're good. They're not lying. You can be like, okay, I feel confident that they're not lying. Mm -hmm. um, but it's super simple. Uh, you know, it's up to you guys to figure out how to get it in there and do it. But I know you can do add-ons. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got to work so similarly to an emoji or some kind of tag-on to texting that you can also tag on to email and your various social media. Um, you know, you don't. Have, the beauty of it is you don't have to charge a ton of money for it. Yeah. It's all about volume, volume, volume. But I feel like that's something that people will get immediately. Sure, yeah. I mean, how often do you sit, like, in some bar and all you hear is people talking about, I don't know where they are, I think they're lying, I'm not sure, and it becomes the major topic of conversation uh -huh. yeah. about why so-and-so isn't showing up. Like, and, you know, who doesn't want to actually know the truth about it? Yeah. So there it is. You know what you know you could add on to that, too, is what? you could be able to highlight text when mm -hmm. they give an excuse mm -hmm. and save to their <laughs> excuse portfolio. <laughs> because, you know, you always get excuses from That's people. Right. And you're like, in your mind, you're like, this person's always bowing out of stuff. Uh -huh. But you don't have any stats. Yeah. And if you had stats... It would be yep. like, oh man, that guy's a scumbag. Yeah, and you could also told totally be dead like, right. four times. Exactly, you know? right? You, that's totally perfect. Like, how many times does your phone break down? Yeah. How many times? You know, like really, this is like the fourth time this month. No, it's not. Actually, it is. <laughs> Here's the fucking file. <laughs> yeah, I mean, busting people. There's no greater joy than busting people. Oh yeah. When they're lying to you. Uh huh. I used to lie to my father all the time, and as much as he hated it, he would go out of his way to bust me. Sure, he would. We would. I. <laughs> I used to get grounded all the time because I was an asshole. Uh -huh. I was probably a sociopath when I was a kid. Okay, and uh, his punishment for me was I wasn't allowed to watch television. Like that was one of the punishments. That was a big punishment. But he was never home at night because he owned a restaurant. Uh -huh. So he worked all the time. My stepmother was always passed out drunk uh -huh. upstairs in the bedroom. So she wasn't paying attention. So I would turn on the TV and turn it down low and watch TV all night. Uh -huh. And I would hear him when he got home and the door slam in the courtyard at you know 1130 midnight, whatever it was. And I would quickly turn off the TV and pretend like I was reading. And his, he would come in and be like, did you watch TV? like no he's like are you sure you didn't watch tv and i'd be like i didn't watch tv and then he would take his hand yeah put it and see if it's hot put it on the back <laughs> this was for those of you who this was in the time of tubes but even now but you could do that can you do that do they get i guess they get that hot yeah and he would feel if it was hot and then i would be doubly grounded which of <laughs> course meant nothing because i would meant i had couldn't watch tv and i would watch tv <laughs> um this was a an ongoing cycle but he would get such glee out of, mm -hmm. Like like it wasn't you could see the 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 swelling of pride that uh -huh. he caught me yeah you know what I mean and it's a great feeling to catch someone in a lie yeah it sure is it really is you know what else is a great feeling what? reaching no. out and touching us it's true uh you know if you want to contact us and give us ideas for shows schemes to judge our rules by just to say hi if you want or mm -hmm. if you are a oligarch out there uh, find out where to put that bag full of money. Uh, you can tweet us at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can Facebook us at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review. You can uh, write in, in footprints, in giant footprints in the sand uh, if, if you want. Uh, so just reach out and touch us. 
So now at this point, we got so much money that uh, it, it's it's ruining our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to do something with it. So brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Please take it away. Spend that money! So here's a special live spend that money. In New York right now, you can poop in a solid gold toilet at the Guggenheim. Um, an artist by the name of Maurizio Catalan has created a fully functional 18-carat solid gold toilet that is in the Guggenheim's bathroom, gets cleaned every 15 minutes, and you can go and piss and shit in this toilet. Now, the thing is, this is a work of art, which means that it has value and it can be purchased. They will not say what the value is, so I had to do some math, okay? The estimate on this toilet... Uh, just the actual value of it in gold is between one and a half and two and a half million dollars. Okay. So I will set it down at two million dollars just for the sake of argument. Marcel Duchamp has a uh, had had a, uh, a urinal that mm-hmm. he found in the garbage back in 1916, put it in a glass box, called it the fountain, and in 2002 it sold for one point. $2 million at auction, uh-huh. which I estimated as, well, not estimated, I just did, found out was 5,267% markup uh-huh. of the value of a urinal. A new urinal, a new Kohler's uh, toilet sells for $225 brand new at a 5,267% markup. That toilet has a value of $10.5 billion. All right, you guys. Get out there and get it. Use that adware money that you took and get one. That's right. Uh, So we got to go right into this. Uh, How do you know where schemes are great? It's because we judge them by the... Rules for getting rich quick, called from the internet. Josh, what do we have this week? Uh, This week, The Five Steps for Manifesting Wealth and Abundance by Jim Kennecke. All right, hit me. Uh, Number one, act as if you have already achieved your goals and it is yours. Uh, Yes, clearly, because we're all lions. So we're acting like we're there before we are. Uh huh. Number two, see it and feel it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it is it. It's, <laughs> we're right. just going to see it and feel it. And, and you got to make people believe it, which goes right into believe it is yours already. <laughs> yeah, that sure does. Okay. So we're three for three there. Uh, obviously, we're getting rich, we sure as are. we always do. Yeah. Uh, so once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. 